If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Wednesday, June 14th. My name is Jeff Dollar. Today, I am grateful for the water thing. I don't know what it's called. Fountain dispenser that's in the community area of our new office because I found myself drinking so much more water. It is lovely. And it's this water machine where you can also choose flavored water. So you could have lemon water. You could have cucumber water. You could have, I don't know. I also realized- cause there's, I was, a, there's a watermelon something or a strawberry something. I think there's, there's like a strawberry lemonade maybe. There's a strawberry lemonade and there's a watermelon something. It, and it's just the essence of, and I'm not a LaCroix fan. I make fun of that. Oh, and you can choose still or sparkling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of the of sparkling water that just has a touch of flavor, but the still water that has the essence of a fruit in it, it's different, and I mix it up every time. It's like it being in a spa when you're at work. You yeah. know how, like, in fancy hotels, you walk in and they're like... Eh, it's different. Because that's just cucumbers floating in water. Oh, okay. It's just different to me. Okay. This is, a, this is like a bar. This is... You know what this is? This is the first time as a kid that you had access to a soda fountain. Oh, 1,000%. That's what it is, where you could have... Coke, you could have root beer, you could have Sprite, you could have whatever. Mm-hmm. You could even do half and half, half Coke, half cherry Coke. When I was a kid, I went to the Coca-Cola headquarters. Of course. To shadow somebody. I mean, I was like in elementary school. Oh, the headquarters. I thought you were talking about the museum, the world of no, Coke. No, 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 no. The headquarters, because my neighbor worked there. And I don't know if it was like a class project or something, but I went and spent the day with her. And I realized they have free... Coke everywhere. They had of course fountains yeah. and you could just get, and as a kid, I'm like, oh my gosh, you just have access to free Coke products all day. Yeah. And she's like, yeah. And the vending machines were set up because we were also vending machines at the time. Granted, this was like when I was 10. So the, it's been a long time, but I remember being, my mind was blown because all of their vending machines were for zero dollars. So you would afraid. walk yeah. up to them and I'm like, so wait a minute, this thing that my parents rarely let me have you can just walk up at any point in your workday, press a button, and for free, have a cherry Coke in the middle of the day. You know they do all these what? scientific studies that, that make no sense. Here's one that I would pay attention to that has no reason to be done, but I would be interested in this stat. When you take a new job at a delicious food service establishment, I would like to know how the curve goes from indulging, you know, because your first week, if you work at Coca-Cola headquarters, your first week, every day you have three Cokes. Mm -hmm. You have a Coke at breakfast because why not? Right. You have a Coke at lunch because it's lunch. Let's have a Coke. And you grab a Coke on your way home. By by week 12, you're probably having one Coke a week. Maybe. And you're leaving it half finished. Because there's an unlimited supply and it's, you know. It might be an age thing though, because I worked at my first job ever was I worked at Outback and almost every single shift, it was a part-time job. I was a hostess. I would get half an order of cheese fries and a Coke. And I ate that with joy for the year and a half that I worked there. Same thing with, I worked at PF Chang's for a while. Also as a host, I would order food from there just as often as when I started. Different. Because it's a part-time job, so it's still novel. Okay, yeah. I'm talking 40 hours a week, you know? Mm -hmm. I would imagine at Chick-fil-A World Headquarters, they have a Chick-fil-A test kitchen, right? 
Yeah. So they're probably t- testing different dipping sauces and all that other stuff. The One of our neighbors works at Chick-fil-A headquarters, and it seems like a little utopia. Yeah. Like everything that I've heard about Chick-fil-A headquarters, I just am kind of like, it doesn't seem real. By like utopia. you can get free Chick-fil-A all the time. And also there's like, I don't know, they have pensions. It just seems like this little. Yes. But if you're late for a meeting, you go straight to hell. Yeah. There's there's the downside. There's the downside. Of the free chicken. Yep. My pleasure. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the library across our across the street from us. And here's why. I was doing my laps as I do every day. And my I laps. W- you can't make fun of me for having a walking sport injury <laughs> and refer to going for a walk as doing your laps. I do my laps. I was getting in my steps, whatever uh-huh. you want to call it. And I passed the library. You were mall walking outside. I was mall walking outside. And last week we were walking to the farmer's market and there was a pop-up petting zoo at the library. Like how amazing is that? Yesterday I'm walking, I walk by, there is a like Tai Chi class going on outside of the, like in the yard of the library. And I love how many like free cute things they have over there. They have like a photography class. They have a um, electronics class. So if you get maybe like a new phone and you don't have a child that is near you to set it up, you can take your iPhone. You can take a class on that. Mm-hmm. It just has so many cute things and I think it's adorable and it brings me joy. I would like to give some life-saving advice as we head into summer. The mirror that you have in your car to keep an eye on your kid mm-hmm. could kill you. And here's how. Can I guess why? Yeah. Could kill you or could kill a backseat passenger? Could kill everybody in the car. I'm thinking something with, because when light reflects. Yep. Right? Yep. The reflection of the sun onto something could like burn a hole in it. Right? A woman. Thinking of Toy Story here. Yeah. A woman uh, was driving her car. Saw smoke coming from the back seat. Luckily, her kid wasn't in the car, but the mirror, the car was, well, I guess the kid wouldn't be in a parked car anyways. But when it was parked, the sun had hit it just right that the sun was bouncing off the mirror onto the fabric of the car seat, which started smoldering. And when she started driving, the air conditioning, you know, the moving air. Yeah. uh, What's it called? You know, gave it oxygen. Yeah. Yeah. Fueled that smoldering and it turned into a fire. And it was the nine year old who figured out what it was. The car seat caught on fire. So that is terrifying. I think this may be the dumbest thing I've ever said, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say it because why not? I, my rear view mirror is tinted. I think. Does that make a difference? Yeah, but it's not your rear view mirror that we're worried about. What is it? The mirror that goes above Ellie's car seat. Oh. So that you look in the rearview mirror, you see that mirror, and then you can see the kid's Mm, face. Got it. Okay. It's that. Now, it's probably not going to be dangerous when your kid's in the car because the car will, A, always be in motion or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, But when it's parked, uh, something else that I have heard, I don't, I have heard that the same thing that can, can happen from water bottles left in the car. Ooh. So sun comes in, hits the water bottle just right, and then comes bouncing out of it. Somewhere a science teacher is delighting in these news stories, being like, look what, look what can happen. 
um, something to uh, something else can uh, related to water bottles. Don't leave them in the car in the summer because when they get super super hot, that's what causes chemicals to pull off of the plastic and leach into the water. Ew! So don't do that. Um, do not leave electronic devices in your car that have batteries in the summer because extreme heat mm-hmm. uh, ru- ruins the life of a battery. Yeah. So an iPad, an iPhone, you know. Laptop. Yeah, don't leave that in the car when it gets really hot. Um, If you're a smoker, don't leave your cigarette lighter in the car because if it gets too hot, that cigarette lighter could explode, cause a fire. Um, Sunscreen left in a hot car actually has a lower effective SPF. Mm. So the heat cooks away some of the SPF. There are also cases where people have been burned by squeezing sunscreen that's been in a hot car for an extended period of time. Oh my gosh, that sounds so painful. Yep. Um, aerosol cans can explode in a hot car and uh, lots of medicines will lose effectiveness if they're exposed to great heat. I feel like down here living in the South, I have just gotten used to inherently taking everything out of my car except for sunglasses during the summer because it's so unbelievably scorching. You can't leave chapstick in your car. No. You can't leave pens in your car because your pens will like start to melt. Especially have you ever left a top off a pen in your car when it's uh, hot? Does it bleed out? It bleeds out. Yeah. Like it just, you're not safe. Nothing is safe in the car during a Southern summer. We have been walking through this Callie quit her job and how to work for yourself thing. And I am in the world now of learning about insurance and COBRA. And I think probably a lot of people don't know what Cobra is. I had heard of it, but I didn't really pay a lot of attention of attention to it. Uh, Should I explain it? Yeah, it's uh, or I can explain it. Okay, it's just it's you are entitled to have. Well, I don't know why I said I can. You can explain it if you want. I don't know why. Stop me if I'm wrong, but if I felt like you were looking at me, like you wanted me to explain it. And then when I started to explain it, you looked hurt. Oh no. The looking at you was to see if you thought like, is it a widely known thing? What Cobra is? I had heard of it, but I I don't think I really understood exactly what it was until. I I think, I, I think if you've ever had to deal with it, you know what it is, but it's fairly simple that the law requires an employer to permit a no longer working their employee Mm -hmm. the opportunity to pay for, to stay on the same health coverage. Full price. Full price. So, so you're paying you, the, the person, the customer, the citizen has to pay for it, but you can keep your same doctors. You can keep your same continuity of care. If you're in the middle of something, you're deductible, you're deductible, all of that stuff remains the same. So for us, it was really important because we were in the middle of fertility stuff and that was included in Callie's coverage. Yeah. And I'm still, you know, getting injections every night and stuff like that to make sure that this baby is healthy and sticks and who knows I'll be, how long I'll be having to take that. So the fertility coverage is important, which is why Cobra is helpful. They send me like, since I left work, they have been sending me things of like, oh, here's how your benefits change and here's all of this stuff. And there's a line in there that I get every time. And I probably get one of these every two weeks that says, if you're eligible for COBRA, like we'll reach out to you because I think there's some random circumstances where you may not qualify. Um, 
And so I've kind of just been waiting. And based on the research we did, I know you had said, Jeff, like, oh, you have 30 days to decide if you're going to keep your benefits or whatever. And so with that little information, I was just assuming that someone was going to call me, send me something in the mail, tell me how to enroll. I don't know. But I freaked out because I went to pick up a prescription the other day and it was so expensive that I called the benefits center um, at my old job. And I was like, hey, so how do I sign up for this Cobra thing? Like, what do I need to do? I've kind of been waiting for a call. And she was like, oh yeah, I can do that for you. And she's like, what's your name? What's your date of birth? And literally turned to switch on. And, and that was it. And that, and that afternoon, when you go to pick up a prescription, they ran it and said- yeah, it's 90% paid for, whatever the deductible is. Done. I had no idea that it was that simple. I thought it was just like, and then my employer was like, we'll send you a bill. That reminds, you know, there was this whole thread in our, in the Upside Facebook group about somebody who left a voicemail on the show. We were talking about just tackling stuff that's been, you know, micro anxieties or taking care of stuff. And there was a woman who had put off going to the social security office for months, maybe even a year to change her name, mm-hmm. you know, post-marriage or post-divorce or do something. And she had put it off so long because in her mind, she was going to be at the social security for like office eight hours. for the entire day. Mm-hmm. She was in and out in 15 minutes. <laughs> and all these other people started commenting because that motivated them to go do all of this stuff. And it turned out to be that simple. What... Is it that are we so scarred by bureaucracy <laughs> as a whole that that we are scared to do anything? Yeah, like why would I not have called the On first day one. week and just been like, hey, what's the next step here? Right. Why? 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 Because they would have said, we're gonna it's gonna go one of two ways. They're gonna say, oh, we're gonna mail you three hundred a mortgage books worth of paperwork to fill right. out. Right. Or We'll activate it right now. And I think that's what I was worried about because signing up for healthcare just blows my mind. Like every time there was open enrollment or something, I would just look at you like wide eyed and be like, I don't know what these things mean here. These are the classes we need to take in, in high school, right? We need to take how to sign up for insurance. Yep. We need to take WTF is Cobra. Yeah. We could add all these like adult things that none of us really know how to do. That's what we should be learning in high school. No, I think I am really prepared to be as an adult because I learned about square dancing and how to play hot cross buns on the recorder. Yes. Totally qualified, competent adult. Everything changed in November of 2020. Ellie showed up and now we have to really be adults, really be grownups and look into things like life insurance policies. Fabric was designed by parents for parents to help you get a high quality, surprisingly affordable term life insurance policy in less than 10 minutes. You could even be covered offered coverage instantly with no health exam required. If you were like us, you had no idea where to even begin looking into life insurance. But Fabric by Gerber Life makes it so easy. It's going to be a top priority to take care of your kids for as long as you're on this earth now. And now you can make sure they're covered after you're gone as well. Fabric has a 30-day money-back guarantee. You can cancel it anytime. And Fabric was specifically designed to give parents like you and I affordable term life insurance 
plus wills, access to college savings funds, and more, all in one easy online experience. Protect your family today with Fabric by Gerber Life. Apply in just 10 minutes at meetfabric.com slash upside. That's meetfabric.com slash upside, M-E-E-T, fabric.com slash upside. Policies are issued by Western Southern Life Assurance Company, not available in certain states. Prices subject to underwriting and health questions. Okay, I will just say it out loud. I have up until recently been a nonstick pan lover because it makes my life so much easier, right? I'm not spending so much time cleaning up. However, about a year and a half ago, I realized what was in nonstick coatings and it really made me upset. And I was looking for an alternative. And that's when I found Caraway. Beside the fact that they are made without any toxic materials or hard to pronounce chemicals, this cookware line is absolutely gorgeous. And I eat eggs every day, right? And I have the habit of leaving the frying pan on the top of our stove. But with Caraway, it doesn't matter because you can pick a color that fits right in with your kitchen. It is so beautiful and there's no shame in leaving it out because it just looks like part of your aesthetic. It looks effortless, if you will. And it's really easy to clean because the food just glides off with its ceramic coating, which is naturally slick. Over 40,000 people have raved about their Caraway Kitchen. And now it's time for you to try it for yourself. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash upside 10 or use code upside 10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Callie always makes fun of me because I don't have a ton of childhood memories, but one of the ones that's very vivid to me was a trip to the Thousand Islands. We stayed in a place called Port Vincent or Cape Vincent, something along those lines. And I went fishing every day. We were in a cabin and I went fishing every single day with my dad, but I don't have all the details. With a StoryWorth membership, you can fill in blanks like that with your parents, whoever the father figure is in your life, by simply sending them a prompt every single week and ask them specific questions. Or you can let StoryWorth pick the questions from their curated library and end up with a whole book of stories you've never heard before. StoryWorth is a great gift for Father's Day. It's a great gift for any father figure in your life. And at the end of the year, after they've answered all the prompts, filled in all the blanks, answered all your questions, the book gets delivered to you in beautiful form. You can order multiples for everybody in the family, and it's something that the family will treasure forever. StoryWorth is great, doing a great deal right now for Upside listeners. Go to S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash Upside. Save $10 on your first purchase. StoryWorth.com slash Upside. Tell me if this is an accurate statement. The Instant Pot was the most expensive and fast-moving fad on the planet. I don't remember. How much do Instant Pots cost? Over $100. Okay. Some, $150, $200. Bucks. They were expensive about five or six years ago, and everybody had one. Remember? Everybody was talking about doing stuff in the Instant Pot. And now, nothing. The company, what made, what made me think of this, 
the company just went bankrupt. Oh, did they? Yes. That was a really fast fad. And that's what I mean. And and a lot of times fads that are fast moving are also inexpensive, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, you know, I don't know, jewelry, you know, slap bracelets or whatever. 98 so, cents. Right. Yeah. Stuff like that. This is an invest. This is a multi hundred dollar investment, right? That people made for their kitchens. And have we gotten rid of ours? Yeah, yeah, we did because it's here's here are the problems with it. First of all, I think they were hoping to be like the next crock pot. Right. You know, crock pots have been popular since what the fifties, sixties, like yep. forever. And they're still relevant constantly. You know, whatever, and they're a staple. I think they were hoping to be. The crock pot, but they weren't. It's really heavy. Yep. There's a lot of options. And the reason I never used it on my own, because you always would cook with it, but I never even tried it, was because I was so intimidated by the steam thing at the top. <laughs> yeah. That just, that's too much for me. For me, it was cumbersome to store. The crock pot, you put the crock pot wherever you're going to store it, you turn the lid upside down on top of it, mm-hmm. and there it is. The, Instant pot, I don't I can't, I can't store things. I can't seal things to store them unless there's a reason for it to be sealed. What what do you mean? I can't the the I can't I I could not put seal the instant pot closed and then put it in the closet mm-hmm. or the pantry. Mm-hmm. The lid had to be open. I yeah. don't know, I don't know yeah. why. It's just a thing in my head. It's it's like all dogs are boys, all cats are girls. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. It just exists in my brain. And I, so for me, it was just really cumbersome to store. And it never, it just, the novelty just wore off. And so the company went, uh, declared bankruptcy 48 hours ago. Did you tell Kelly Stumpy that? Oh, because we just told her to buy one. No, you told her to buy one. I told her that we donated ours. So, cause she was debating on what's better, the instant pot or the rice cooker. No, she was trying to find what rice cooker to buy. Mm. And what I said to her was the best rice cooker for us was the instant pot. And then you responded separately and said, we used to use our instant pot, but we gave it away about a year and a half ago or whatever. And she thought that was funny. So she texted us those screenshots, which reminded me, the best rice is the Trader Joe's. They have brown rice yes. and they have white rice. They come in microwave bags. You pop yes. them in your microwave for three minutes. Outstanding. Outstanding. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, when you get to the office, don't start your day with email. Waiting through all of your email, first thing is just going to bog you down. I 1,000% agree with that. What are you supposed to do if you're not checking your email? Well, there is a practice that that some people partake in where you only check your email three times a day or something like that. So you check it at 10.15, 1.15, and 4.15, and you commit to only looking at it for 20 or 25 minutes. I like time. that, but I like my system more. What's your system? My system is I go go through my emails in the morning to kind of take inventory of what I have going on in my inbox. Yeah. And then I make it, I put it on a day, like I assign it to a day that I'm going to complete it. 
Like I make a to-do list based on my inbox. At the end of the day, it's whatever works for you. But I, I, this, this, uh, theory or whatever, this practice makes a really great point. More often than not, the contents of your email causes you stress and anxiety and creates a burden. Very rarely do you open up your email and find 10 messages that are all going to make your life easier where you don't have to do anything except sit back and relax. So it says take advantage in the morning of being relaxed, refreshed, and having a clear head before having things that are going to cause anxiety get in there to interfere yeah. with the, with your natural momentum. Which makes a very good point. Your second random thing for today is, Jeff Dollar, listen up. Going to bed one and a half hours before your significant other may help your sleep and your relationship. So a lot of people have problems sleeping. And the reason that scientists are saying one of you should go to bed 90 minutes before the other is that so the other person, so one person can get into deep sleep instead of you both trying to fall asleep at the same time and like tossing and turning and all that kind of stuff because it disrupts the other person getting in to your deep sleep. So one person should go. But does that, what does that mean for the morning? Does that mean somebody's going to be sleeping 90 minutes later? Well, I don't know. I don't know. You might not need 90 minutes later if you get to bed quickly without the hustle bustle of somebody else sleeping next to you. Um, And as we all know, the stress of not sleeping well can have a negative impact on people's home life um, because it makes you argue. Yeah. Tired and stressed people argue. No surprise there. So anyways... I said that's for you because you typically go to bed earlier than I do. I do. I also sent this to my friend Mara because she goes to bed two hours before her husband. Yeah. Um, and I sent this to her. I was like, oh my gosh, send this to your husband right now. You win. It's good for your health and your relationship. Maybe it could be some sort of, um, what was that TV show where the people swapped? You know, to, Wife swap? Yeah. So maybe I should just start, I should just go to bed at my normal time and just text Mara goodnight. And she'd be like, goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can hang out, whatever you do, watch your dateline, clean up the kitchen, all that stuff you mm-hmm. do. Then when you go to bed two hours later, you can text her husband. Good night. Good night. Good night. Uh, all right. Your third random thing is Oreo is bringing back two summer themed cookies. They both arrived earlier this month. Uh, cotton candy Oreos. I can, You know what? I even like this story. Do you know why? Because I'm just a traditionalist. I will say. Oreo. And double stuff. I haven't even... Ellie's fa- Ellie loves... And so does Callie. You both love strawberry. Mm-hmm. I drive by a Wendy's at least two or three times a week. They have a summertime strawberry frosty flavor. It's not real strawberries, though. We like strawberry the fruit. Well, you like the flavor. Yeah, but I rarely order, like, f- strawberry-flavored things. You I like just really like strawberries. You like strawberry ice cream, don't you? I like it, but I never order it. Mm. Well, I just can't bring myself to get a Frosty that's not just a chocolate Frosty. Yeah, no, I agree with you on that. I am a purist on that. I will say it is a core memory for me being a kid. You know, my mom used to pack our lunches for school and we would get like something for a sweet tooth. Yeah. And they're not different flavored Oreos, but during Halloween, they would do the orange ones. So we got orange Oreos. And then in the spring, like they would make pink ones. So we got pink Oreos. So I always thought that was really cool. Now they don't taste different. It's just a color. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'm on board with all these like weird flavors and I don't like cotton candy, but, um, yeah, the colors are nostalgic for me. Um, and then the other flavor, which I- You said cotton candy, right? 
Uh-huh. Oh, okay, good. I was like, did I just make that up? No, I said cotton candy. The other one that's coming back is um, s'mores Oreos. Hmm. So, again, I'm more into the s'mores. I'd be more inclined to pick up a package of s'mores Oreos than I would be the cotton candy ones. But I would, it would still, I would be a little bit twitchy paying for yeah. it. Yeah. Um, that they were uh, back out. They were originally out in 2015, where they were called S'mores Oreos. Now they're back, and they've got the name that they should have had all along, S'moreos. Nailed it. And those are your three random things. Thanks for listening to the Upside Passcast. Peace to you. Hello, I hope this finds everyone well. This message is for Ellie. This Ellie, I just listened to your podcast. Girl, keep up the great work. That is the highlight of my day thus far. And I have another two and a half hour drive to Charleston. I think I will just put it on repeat. Your song is lovely. Thanks for sharing with us. Listen to you the next time you do a podcast. Have a great day, Ellie. Oh, my gosh, guys. I am flipping out after hearing Ellie's podcast. I want to hear a podcast every day from her. That just made my day. Thank you so much. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Amy in Pennsylvania. Um, I'm calling about, what was it, the hot take on, on smoke? Or I'm not sure what this segment was called. Um, Jeff, it, it's, it's easy to say that when you're not in it. So I am about two hours down 81 from your father. Um, I live in Syracuse, so I know like right where he is. Um, it's horrible. It is sick. It is, you walk outside, your eyes just start burning. Um, I'm not saying that, you know, it, it's, you know, you're saying it's non-toxic. I'm not saying it's not. I'm saying, let's think of the fact that people die from smoke inhalation. Um, so no, I don't think that if it's just, if you're out there for 24 hours, it could be harmful to you. Um, you, you, you can't even imagine what the skies look like right now. Um, the fact that I have to use headlights during the day to drive because it's so thick you can't see. Um, so, yeah, I, am I wearing a mask? No. Do I understand why others are? Absolutely. And from an allergy perspective, I probably should be wearing a mask. Um, I'm driving right now, and my eyes are just tearing, and all my windows are up. I don't have the air on, nothing. Um, but my eyes are just tearing because that's how bad it is. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's one thing to think about it, but it's another thing to actually be in it, and it is, it's horrendous. All right. Bye. Hello, Callie and Jeff. So I wanted to call and talk about couch naps. So before children, my husband and I used to always hang out what we would call um, separate but together um, upstairs in our loft area in our house. Like that has turned into a playroom now, and because of noise, we don't hang out up there in the evenings because the kids would hear the TV and everything. So we're like, we have two kids, we have five cats, and we bought a, like, $300 couch off of Facebook Marketplace that somebody said was in, like, fantastic condition, blah, blah, blah. It is. Oh, my gosh. I can literally nap. I can literally fall asleep on this, watching TV, wake up in the middle of the night and go to bed, and it happens to be all the time. Um, and I, my back does not hurt, like, because I just love it so much. Stop waiting. You don't need a book. You don't need a coach. You don't need a degree. You don't need a mentor. You don't need a supplement. You don't need a vacation. You don't need a backup plan. 
you just need to start.